0: Hey Sports by Fry fans, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sports by Fry podcast back here on Tuesday evening with another Fast Five. I'm going to get straight into it, not going to beat around the bush. The first thing I want to discuss is the second week of NFL action. We've now seen, as I just said, two weeks of football into the books for season 2019 and there were some pretty huge storylines that came out over the weekend. None more pressing than some injuries to a couple of relevant quarterbacks. Starting with the big name in my eyes, Drew Brees is going to miss six weeks, likely with a thumb injury. He might even potentially miss some more time, hurting himself in a loss to the Rams that will put the Saints behind the eight ball a little bit. They still have some decent quarterbacks in their depth chart. Teddy Bridgewater will get his chance to shine, but Having Breeze out is a massive hit for the Saints' Super Bowl chances. Breeze isn't getting younger. He's well into the twilight of his career, so they want to be having him healthy for as often as they possibly can. But, yeah, Breeze is set to miss at least six weeks. Could be more after damaging that thumb. The news isn't as good for Big Ben Roethlisberger, who might be this... I hate to say it, but could be the beginning of the end for Big Ben. He suffered an elbow injury against Seattle, and he... Unfortunately, will be out for the entire 2019 season now. He's had surgery on his injury and is no chance again to play this year. So that really screws Pittsburgh, I'll be honest. They're dealing with other injury issues as well. James Connor, their star running back, who is confident he'll play against the 49ers. But he was banged up in that loss to Seattle. So sitting at 0-2 with Big Ben now on ice. They don't really have a lot of answers after losing Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell in the preseason, or the off-season, I should say. So Pittsburgh definitely has their backs up against the wall and faces a tough task to emerge as the winners or even a wildcard team out of the AFC North. Second thing I want to steer my attention to is the AFL. Today it was announced by Essendon that John Worsfold is pretty much going to step aside at the end of the 2020 season, and he's going to hand the head coaching reins to Ben Rutten. Rutten is an assistant currently at the Bombers, and it's no real surprise. I mean, Wush's future had been cloudy and murky, and there was real doubts over actually if he was going to be Essendon's coach next year or not, but... We now have the reports know that uh, Truck Rutten is going to take over the reins from Woosher He will be the head coach by 2021 but they're going to kind of do what Paul Roos and Simon Goodwin did a few years back and it's been done multiple other times throughout the AFL history where Woosha is basically going to mentor him for a year, teach him the ropes and then he'll jump straight into the role. So an interesting choice by the Bombers, does beg the question what Wosher will do after this uh, Essendon year finishes he has been linked strongly back to a move to WA so I wouldn't be surprised if he somehow stepped into a role with the Eagles and the Dockers maybe as like a director of coaching or something like that quickly sticking with the Eagles it was announced today that Chris Maston is going to seek options elsewhere so congrats for a great career with West Coast Masto Diving into the third thing I want to talk about in the Fast Five, though, we saw Tom Hawkins and Toby Green both challenge their one-week bans at the Tribunal in the last few nights, and both dudes were hit with suspension still. They were failed to overturn their decision, which means both of them will miss preliminary final action. So, Toby Green's out He'd been a star for the the Giants in the past two months, pretty much ever since Steve Cornelio went down, who is an outside chance to play this week, probably unlikely, but could get up for the Grandy. But Green's absence will definitely hurt the Giants' engine room. Hawkins, though, I think is a bigger out for Geelong and really, really hampers their chances of pulling off what is probably an upset against Richmond on Friday night. He is their premier forward, their go-to goal kicker, so if Geelong's going to want to kick a winning score, they're going to need their other blokes like Gary Rowan, Gary Ablett, Gryan Myers, some of those small to mid-sized forwards to step up in Hawks' absence. Fourth thing I want to discuss, a little bit of trade action in the NFL. We saw that Jalen Ramsey, after uh, some heated Words with Doug Marone, his head coach over the weekend, has publicly requested a trade. I do think, from memory, this happened again last year, or maybe it was last off-season, but it's no surprise that Ramsey has a bit of a murky future with the Jaguars. You do think, though, if it comes to push and shove, would you rather pick, probably, the best player on the team in Ramsey, or would you stick with Doug Marone, who hasn't really achieved a hell of a lot? as the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. There was a trade, not request, but an actual trade with Micah Fitzpatrick traded from the Dolphins. His name had been bobbing up and down for the last week or two saying that they were exploring, the Dolphins were exploring moves for him and he got his wish, he got sent to the Pittsburgh Steelers with a 2020 first round pick heading back to the Dolphins. You do wonder if this is the, I did say uh, in a post earlier today, the start Of the floodgates opening but i did tend to forget that laramie tunzel was traded before the season started as well so yeah miami is clearly fully embracing the tank they might go down as one of if not the worst nfl team of all time after two massive blowout losses already to start the year and they continue to trade away young intriguing pieces to get future draft picks so the tank is well and truly on in miami if you're a dolphins fan you might want to look away now Last thing I want to discuss in the Fast Five today, the Orlando Magic announced that they're picking up the options for a lot of their rookie, or not rookies, but their rookie contract eligible players. Not really surprising to hear that Mo Bamba and Jonathan Isaac will have their options, or their team options, picked up for another year, but... Markel Fultz, the number one overall pick back a few years ago, now was traded to Orlando from Philly last season. They've announced that they're picking up his option as well. So his fourth year option, that is, which means after this season he'll be a, I think, restricted free agent, going off uh, my knowledge of the NBA salary cap. But twelve point three million is what Markel Fultz will be paid during the 2019-2020 season, so you'd want to hope for that heftier price tag that Foltz actually gets onto the court. He hasn't really done a hell of a lot in his NBA career to date. He had some moments and he looked alright, but ever since he started going through these weird issues with his jump shot, he hasn't been the same player that we saw him once be at Washington. I think, from memory, he's barely played any... Actually, I don't even think he's suited up yet. For Orlando, he only managed about 30 games when he was playing with the Sixers, 33 to be exact, and a career average of 7.7 points doesn't fill you up with a lot of confidence. So hopefully we can sell. Hopefully we can see Markel Fultz get his body right and get out there for Orlando, because I feel like. If they could get a point guard to click, they could be a really exciting team over the next few years. They've got some young wings, Mo Bamba is an intriguing piece, Nick Vucevic with an All-Star last year. So a lot to like about the Magic heading forward. That's going to do it for today's Fast Five, though. I'll probably do another one Friday, maybe Thursday, previewing a bit of the AFL Finals action. I'm going to release a piece tomorrow, NFL fantasy-wise, talking about some stock up and stock down. Two-week sample size isn't a huge amount, but I'm going to use it anyway to make some calls on what I've seen so far. Apart from that, you can check out Sports by Fry for some more pieces. Going to be doing an AFL compare the pair later in the week. I won't reveal just yet who that's going to be. You're going to have to visit the website to check one that one out. Make sure you subscribe to the pod for more episodes, though. Thanks for tuning into this one. Till next time.